Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we're going to talk about alcohol. And this is going to be a very personal podcast where I share with you my personal experience. I'm not going to reference any studies or uh, any kind of that. I'm not going to bash alcohol either um, because I actually love alcohol. But there are a couple of things that we want to know and really have a look at when it comes to alcohol, especially in regards to our sleep. And one thing that I can share and want to share with you upfront is that I used to drink far too much alcohol and uh, I'm going to share with you the process and the tools that help me to reduce my alcohol consumption without having to avoid it completely because as I said I love alcohol and that would have been a hard thing for me to do. So that's what you're going to get today. Uh, and we're also going to talk about the impact that alcohol has on our sleep and how we can use and consume alcohol without kind of harming our sleep and how we should do it and also the things that we should avoid. So let's start off with Michael 10 years ago. And Michael 10 years ago uh, loved to drink alcohol every single evening. That's the truth. Um, I drank two to three big bottles of beer every evening. Um, that was kind of part of my ritual. So I got home after work, brought the kids to bed. After that, I started drinking one, two, three beers, which is a fair amount of alcohol. That's 1.5 liters of beer, which is nearly, you know, almost a bottle of wine every evening in comparison. So that is kind of a lot. Uh, and there were years that I felt okay doing so. But at some point, I felt that my alcohol habits, my alcohol drinking habits were really not serving me. I was not feeling good in the morning. It wasn't that I, I wasn't feeling particularly bad, like having a big headache or something. You're just used to the dosage of alcohol. So that was okay. But I was not feeling, you know, energized or anything like that. Uh, I definitely felt a lack in motivation. Days started to feel a little bit... Mm, I don't even find the right word for that. The lack of motivation is probably the best, the best uh, set of words to describe what I felt. So every day was kind of the same. Got up, went to work, got home brought the kids to bed, drank my alcohol, watched TV, went to bed. So I decided I had to do something. And um, in regards to the alcohol consumption, that was a thing that I, you know, years before I always was kind of thinking about, am I addicted to alcohol? Am I not addicted? Um, I kind of stopped drinking for a couple of weeks every year, which worked fine. So I was sure that I... I'm not addicted to a degree that I couldn't get rid of it. But um, when I started to drink after, you know, uh, being sober for a couple of weeks, it was just instantly me falling back into the habit and the pattern of having those two to three bottles every single evening. So um, what I decided to do at some point 
And this is a thing that I, if you kind of feel the same as I did uh, 10 years ago, um, this was kind of the game changer, is that I decided to not drink alcohol for 50 days in a year. So I went away from not drinking for a couple of weeks in a row to spreading out those 50 days over the entire year. Because until then, honestly, I did not have, you know, I may, may might have had three days of not drinking alcohol in a year when I was sick, something like that. But um, now I said, okay, we're gonna, I'm gonna go that route. And I just took a piece of shape, paper um, and wrote down the months. And then for every evening that I did not drink alcohol, I gave me a little a kind of stroke on that piece of sheet of paper. And um, in the end of the year, I made more than 50 days. So that was great because from that moment on, I could drink alcohol and over the course of the year. And there were also days where I didn't drink alcohol, which brought me into a new habit. So on these days where I didn't drink alcohol, I started to do stuff that really um, helped me to improve mentally, to um, evolve, to grow. This could have been reading books. This was kind of working on investments that I love the startup scene. And I'm always constantly looking for, you know, little companies who um, solve challenging projects. Um, and this this could, could have been other things too. May, maybe even, you know, preparing presents for people. So on these evenings, I didn't drink anything. And I went to bed when I was naturally tired. What I noticed was that this really improved my life because not only did I drink less alcohol, which was uh, fairly more healthy than how I lived before, it also brought me to a better state of mind. I felt better on these days because alcohol also gave me a little a mental hit, which I didn't notice before when I didn't have the comparison. It was just how I was feeling every single day. But now that I had the comparison to the days where I didn't drink alcohol, the next day just felt better. I was energized. I was more positive. Generally speaking, I am a positive person, even if I drink, you know, two or three bottles of beer. But I felt better and more aligned in the positivity. So on some days I had to push myself to positivity and others it was more natural. And the others were usually the days that I didn't drink alcohol before. So um, that was a thing that I clearly noticed. Um, and what I also noticed is as I started this process, the first year, uh, the second year, the third year, must be you know around about 10 years now since I started this, it got easier and easier for me not to drink alcohol. It got normal. So what I did was basically to build up a new pattern. And if you listen to the uh, podcast I did quite a while ago about habits, you know that to build up a new habit, you need to have something else to do. You have to replace the old habit through something new that you enjoy to do which I did, doing stuff in the evening, which I enjoyed to do, or could see myself grow, uh, which was a great feeling. And the other thing is that 
the longer you do the new habit, the better the neural connections in our brains get. So the less likely you are to fall back to an old habit on a consistent basis. And this is a thing which is just so great. So nowadays, looking, you know, fast forward from where I came from, how I did this. And by the way, you can download the habits tracker sheet. So uh, go to sleeptrust.eu if this is you and if you want to follow this process to reduce your alcohol consumption without the need of, you know, getting completely sober because you're like me and love alcohol. That would have been a really bad, you know, thought for me to have to avoid alcohol completely to change my life in that regard. That would have been a thing that I would not have wanted to do. If this is you, definitely check out sleeptrust.eu, search for habits and um, download the habits tracker. It's a simple sheet where you can kind of write down your habit of, you know, avoiding alcohol. And then you give yourself one stroke for every day that you did it and just set up a goal that seems achievable for you. Reduce it to the ridiculous is what I say. So if you think 50 days like I did in the first year is too much for you, because it will result in, you can do the math, you know, 365 days. So it's about one day a week that you wouldn't drink alcohol. If that is too much for you in the beginning, then start with, you know, 20 days, three, whatever. <laughs> you just pick that number that uh, is good for you. You could also start with 100 days, you know, um, and just go for it. And you will see that you're uh, you're going to be proud. Your confidence is going to build up as soon as you see that you really get those little strokes on your list. And it's just going to be so much easier. And you don't have to change or back off from stuff completely that you love. So let's fast forward to how this worked out for me. Nowadays, I don't have to and I don't do uh, track my drinking habits. I do have an agreement with myself that I only drink alcohol on weekends. So typically Friday is the day that I love to end with a glass or two or three of wine. And Saturdays, I would drink alcohol too, quite frequently, not always. But Friday and Saturdays are typically the days when I would drink alcohol. And the other days, I wouldn't. This is a rule of thumb, of course. So if there's something special going on, I wouldn't have a problem to drink a glass of wine on Wednesdays. And the same is true for not drinking alcohol on weekends. So if the situation kind of uh, has a need or um, it seems appropriate to adapt, then I'd simply do that. But as a rule of thumb, this is kind of how I handle uh, this now. And it's super easy for me because I've got a new habit of doing this. And to build this habit, it took a couple of years uh, doing my little, you know, strokes on the habit tracker. So download that if, uh, as I said, if that is you and you do not want to give up alcohol completely. Um, and also the amount of alcohol that I drink has um, gone down. So even on, let's say, a Friday evening when I enjoy my wine, usually I would share a bottle of wine with my wife, which would look like she would have a little glass of wine and I would drink the rest of the bottle. And uh, now she would drink a glass of wine and I would drink, you know, not entirely the rest of the bottle. <laughs> there would be still a glass left, something like that. So um, overall, uh, I'm, I'm super happy with uh, how uh, this 
is now working out for me because this is exactly the way I want it to be. I love drinking a glass of wine and I love to be sober too. And in the end, I love to feel good. And that's what it's all about. I feel really good doing this because I'm refreshed in the morning. I, when I get up and I didn't drink anything the day before in the morning, I can get up at 5 a.m. And you know how I love to get up at 5 a.m. And not because I love getting up at 5 a.m., but because of all those benefits I've baked around that for me. And this is just feeling so much better when I get out of bed. I've got that energy, got the motivation uh, and so on. And in the evenings, I get stuff done. Instead of sitting on the sofa, just, you know, putting my feet up and um, doing this relaxing thing like drinking beer and doing nothing or watching TV, now I get stuff done and that makes me feel even better when I go to bed. Of course, we all need time to relax, but using alcohol on a consistent basis is not relaxing. It's not relaxing. It feels like relaxing, but it isn't. It's mentally draining. So now that I shared a lot with you how my relationship to alcohol used to be and how it is right now and how I got there, I think it's a good time to just talk a little bit about the effect that alcohol has on our sleep. Not sure, but definitely on my sleep. And maybe you can uh, align with that, think it's similar to you. And maybe it'll even give you just the inspiration to watch a little bit more and to feel, get into the feeling of what's really going on. So in particular, if I have a glass of wine or two, I will fall asleep faster. So alcohol has uh, definitely a calming effect on me. I sit down, I drink a glass of wine or two and it calms me down. I feel relaxed right away. Um, so if I would be stressed, this would be a good thing to kind of calm me and get me, you know, get me down to the, get my feet to the ground again, get, get me into a relaxed state very easily. I wouldn't have to do meditation or stuff like that. Using music would, would even help to speed up the process. Watching TV is fine too. But when I get up the next morning, it's kind of as if I have a lack of motivation. It's a little bit harder to get out of the bed. Um, if I get enough sleep, it's okay. I just won't feel that motivated. If I want to get up at 5 a.m. and I'm running on a very tight sleep schedule, meaning maybe uh, I just get six hours of sleep that night because I had to, you know, because I went to bed too late, basically, uh, then it's going to be very hard for me to get out of bed. So I will need a big portion of willpower and I will not feel good and probably not feel good the entire day. So I fall asleep faster if I drink alcohol and I do have to acknowledge that the sleep quality is not as good. And this is also true for me. And for this one, it was a little bit tricky. I did a podcast testing primetime drinks, walking through what would help sleep quality over sleep, my personal overall sleep quality. 
having a drink, getting up at 5 a.m. every morning, going to bed at 10 p.m. every evening. So what I did was to test a couple of drinks and one was the glass of wine and I saved that one up for Friday. Really surprised, and I only had one glass of wine and it was not a big one. So it was maybe 0.15 liters. Um, and what I noticed was that even, I, I, it relaxed me, I fell asleep right away. So in regards to falling asleep, it was actually the best thing that I had. But in regards to getting up, I had to acknowledge that even that little glass of wine had an impact. I did feel that I drank alcohol the evening before, which was super surprising for me. I would not have thought that. Um, because usually, you know, if, if you don't really, um, if you're not really sensitive in the morning, you would just say, okay, and after two or three glasses, yeah, you would notice something. But I would have, I was really surprised, honestly. And that raised my awareness to alcohol and sleep once more. I said, okay, if I drink alcohol and okay, I acknowledge it will and can help me to fall asleep faster. It definitely does. So that's a checkpoint. If you have, you know, on occasion have a stressful day and you are maybe um, not able to fall asleep as quickly as you want to, then it can be a good idea to have a glass of wine or two. But you really want to take care that you don't get into the habit of drinking when you're stressed because that can really take you down the rabbit hole, hole in, a, in a bad way. And the other thing that you want to uh, take care of is that you get enough sleep. Because when you drink alcohol, you, in my opinion, my body and from many talks I had so far, and they basically all say the same, you need more sleep. So if you want to have the same rest and you drink alcohol, you just have to add on your sleep. And that's a good thing, you know, when I drink alcohol on Fridays, on Saturdays, I would typically not get up at, you know, five or half past six, but maybe at eight o'clock. So that will give me a little bit more, more sleeping and give me that additional edge. And that way I can enjoy alcohol. I can uh, have a good rest and feel good the next day. So this is kind of the way that I handle work with alcohol. This is the way that I see alcohol in regards to sleep. You can definitely use it to calm yourself down, to fall asleep faster. That'll work. Even in the primetime drink, it was kind of the most relaxing effect that I noticed on all drinks. The second one was the Valerian tea. So if you're looking for an alternative, that really calmed me too. But uh, the glass of wine was a uh, number one. But in the end, it uh, in the overall ranking, it lost against all other drinks because the sleep quality was worse than with all other drinks. Uh, all other drinks basically didn't impact the sleep quality negatively, but alcohol definitely did. And it starts, for me, as I said, with one single glass of wine. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. Alcohol is neither good nor bad for ourselves or for our sleep. It highly depends on how much alcohol we consume, how regular we do this, and if it suits us, uh, serves us or not. If you 
like I used to have the feeling that you're consuming too much alcohol, there are ways out. The way I used to reduce my alcohol consumption was to commit to not drinking for a certain amount of days over the period of a year. I track my progress using a habits tracker and you can download a similar sheet at sleeptrust.eu. I hooked it up to the show notes for free. And last but not least, even though alcohol will, generally speaking, let you fall asleep faster, it will lower your overall sleep quality. So if you enjoy alcohol in the evening, give yourself a little bit more time to sleep the next day. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when we are going to talk about the impact that relationships can have on our sleep. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast, or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.